Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, host for Love Like, coming to you live on the Voice America Network on this Valentine's Day, shining light into your hearts and homes to cultivate a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. On this Valentine's Day, many are seeking expressions of love from others. And a quote from Buddhist teachings, you yourself, as much as anybody, deserves your love and affection. Even though today is designated as a day of love, every day is a day to feel special and loved and by the most important person, you. And on this day, write yourself a love letter to express how much you love and care for yourselves. You know, loving ourselves is being resilient. Let's face it, we all experience uh, adversity and life challenges. We never know what's around the next corner. And I've had my share and blessed to bounce back better. But we can never have enough encouragement. And on that note, I welcome our guest today, Mina Menendez, author of Life is Beautiful and Dream, Hope, Believe on Building Resilience through self-love. Mina, welcome to our show. Hi, Jean. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, Mina, what inspired me the most about you is that you had a successful career as a journalist in the Middle East, Bahrain, and you had the courage to give it up and pursue your passion. And through your daily expressions that speak to our soul, you inspire resilience with the theme resilience is your new reality. Mina, what inspires you to give daily support and inspire people on all types of social media networks? Well, Jean, I have been inspired by some great motivational speakers like uh, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, and their thoughts had a great impact in my life. One of uh, Wayne Dyer's quotes is, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Now, that one quote has helped me through many personal situations, and actually I would share one of them later in the show. So just as I have been inspired, it is my humble attempt to try and inspire others through my thoughts. Now, many of these musings are actually based on my personal journey and experiences, uh, as well as others who share their stories with me. Initially, of course, you know, the thought of using social media was a bit nerve-wracking because I wasn't sure how it would be received. And we tend to be so judgmental about ourselves. And it also makes you feel vulnerable when you seemingly bear your soul to an audience you know nothing about. But I felt very strongly about getting my message across and I decided to just jump right in. So that's when I created a page on Facebook called Mina's Thought of the Day where I post daily, and it could be either a quote or a write-up on topics, and these vary from uh, love, friendship, perseverance, dreams and hopes, relationships, 
And the underlying message is always a positive one because it's aimed to inspire anyone who's feeling down. Sometimes all we need is a boost of positivity or just to have an inspiring thought to kickstart your day. And I get a lot of encouraging feedback. And when someone says, I really needed to hear this today, or someone recently said, uh, I've been praying for answers, and then I stumbled upon your page, thank you for your insight. So it is really a humbling experience when you realize you helped make, make a positive difference, no matter how little in someone's life. And so I decided that through the power of words, it is really my sincere wish to inspire people, for them to believe in themselves and their dreams and to have the courage sometimes to try differently and uh, never give up on faith or hope. And at this point, I would actually like to share a quote from my own book, Life is Beautiful, which says, where there is hope, trust, and unwavering faith in the divine, the possibilities are endless for miracles to occur. Nina, that is beautiful. And you do so, so eloquently on your social media networks. And I know you touch my life and the lives of others who look forward to share, to really tuning into your thought for today. You know, many uh, people think that self-love is, you know, loving ourselves is selfish. And we know that we can't really tr- uh, truly love others unless we fully love ourselves. What, why is self-love an important aspect of resilience, and what does being resilient really mean? Well, the word self-love says it all, right? Love for self. So when we nurture ourselves, and this could be by taking care of our body, our health, our overall well-being, and lovingly accept ourselves just the way we are, that is self-love. However, on the flip side, when you judge and criticize yourself, you are definitely heading towards self-sabotage. There's a quote by Louise Hay, which I truly believe in, and she says, self-approval and self-acceptance in the now are the main keys to positive changes in every area of our lives. And if you think about it, it is really true because where there's uh, love for self, you feel different. You are filled with this strong sense of worthiness. Your self-esteem is definitely high. And to a great extent, your level of confidence is at a point where you're better equipped to take on whatever challenges come your way. So now when we say a person is resilient, that implies they are better equipped mentally to adapt during tough times. Because what happens is when they fail or they face hurdles, they learn to bounce back. They seem to have this uh, innate ability to control their emotions. What they do is they have learned to push back fear, uh, the pain and anger during challenges time to kind of put it aside so that they have clarity of thought to focus on the problem and uh, seek solutions. Mm, That is beautiful. And I realize that love is accepting oneself. And when I got that, I released the struggle of unworthiness. And really, it helped me become more resilient and trust in myself. So I do understand how valuable that is and how we build on this capacity to bounce back. But love is the key. And feeling worthy is uh definitely uh, an asset to move toward through life's changes. Do you have a, a personal story about yourself or someone who you helped to overcome challenges using your support and guidance? 
Actually, I do, in fact, have an interesting story, and I'm sure many listeners could relate to that. So my top priority has always been my family, and I'm sure it is for most people. And as a wife and mother, I always put my family first to ensure their needs were met. However, over time, you know, when you're trying to juggle between a full-time job and family responsibilities, I was tired all the time. I was irritable, I was frustrated, and I just couldn't figure out what the problem was. And I kept getting headaches and body aches. And then eventually, one day, I decided to go for a massage. And at the time, I think I thought I thought it was a big mistake because I was literally crying in pain because as a mess, uh, the therapist was trying to get rid of the knots in my shoulders. And then uh, she asked me what kind of job I had. And I said, well, I have a desk job at the office. And my second job is, of course, taking care of my family. Uh, you don't seem to take care of yourself, was her instant reply. And I thought she was crazy. What kind of question was that? And she said, uh, actually, I don't think you even love yourself because all this pain that you feel is a sign that you have neglected to take care of yourself. So that night when I got home, if I was hoping for a good night's sleep after a massage, I just couldn't wind down. Needless to say, of course, my body was sore, but my mind was going haywire and I, her words kept playing in my mind and I couldn't figure out why she said what she did. And then suddenly it dawned on me that, yeah, I was someone's wife, someone's mother, but uh, who was I without them? Who was Mina? I didn't seem to have an identity of my own. And I had got so caught up in living up to the expectations of being a woman. I had seen my mother, my grandmother, giving up their dreams to take care of their family. And I'm sure it was out of love, but also because it was expected of them. And here I was doing the same thing because it felt wrong. I felt guilty if I didn't live up to the expectations that my family had of me. And in all honesty, Jean, this mindset is still very much a part of my culture, where a woman is expected to do everything from house chores to taking care of family. And more often than not, sadly enough, it is not even appreciated. So if you think about it, we put so much pressure on ourselves, beating ourselves up, trying to follow the herd, so to speak, rather than uh, create our own path. But that's when I decided enough, this had to stop. So... But however, as you know, learning to say no is not easy, especially if you have been following a particular routine for so long. And the change was not only hard for me, it was for those who were impacted by the new me. It wasn't well received by everyone. There were heated arguments. Some said I had changed, I had been influenced by Western ideas. And really, it was a challenging time, you know, when you're trying to maintain mm-hmm. peace and harmony amidst mm-hmm. so much or getting out of this rut that I myself had put myself in, right? But uh, I decided, I realized that I had to do this for me. And once I've chose, you know, not to feel guilty for not living up to expectations, it gave me more time for me and to do what I love. And it was such a liberating feeling. So now I have learned to strike a balance. Family for me is still very important, but now so am I. And there will be times I will say no and not feel guilty because I truly believe I'm worthy, I know better now, and I deserve to be happy. 
Wow, that is a beautiful story. We have so many roles and so many expectations that we try to fulfill at our own detriment, and we must learn to become our own best friend and take responsibility for loving ourselves and feeling worthy. We don't have to continuously give from an empty cup. We have to keep our our own cup filled and nourished so we become better I think to our families, to our communities, to on our jobs, when we take care of ourselves and love ourselves more and better. That's a beautiful story, uh, Mina, that we all can relate to. Do you have a, a regular practice that helps you stay centered? Oh, I try and sit for meditation, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes daily. I find it's a great way to start the day with a calm state of mind. It also helps me to declutter, uh, stay centered, and better prepared kind of to face a new day. But besides that, I make sure I do at least one thing a day for myself, which makes me happy. And Jane, it's something I strongly believe in. I have seen what a positive impact it has made in my life. And I would strongly suggest that everyone at least try, because it's about taking time of your busy day to indulge in doing something for you even if it's for half an hour or an hour. And I'm sure if we set our minds to it, it really can be done. We spend so much time doing things for others to make them happy. I mean, why can't we do something just for us? Don't we deserve that? Are we not uh, for our own overall well-being? I mean, I certainly feel we do. So for me, it could be the going to the gym, reading, uh, walking, sometimes just listening to music or getting together with friends for some fun and laughter or sometimes even a simple thing is an afternoon nap where it's all about me because remember when you feel happy you feel good and you spread that vibe and it energizes you and it definitely impacts your overall being in a very positive way. Yes, that is so powerful and wonderful to hear those uh, ways to really nurture ourselves. I think we have to feed ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, do all the things that really build ourselves and keep us empowered. So you gave some really good uh, clues as to how we can become more resilient and take care of ourselves. I know when I uh, was in higher education, (laughs) each Monday I would go and buy me a dozen roses, pink roses. I love the color pink. (laughs) And I would buy these pink roses and put them on my desk for the week at work. And I would love to smell the fragrance of the roses. And they just exuded love and compassion. And people thought, oh, wow, she has a lot of lovers. But no, I was loving myself. (laughs) And I enjoyed, you know, the roses. So we have to gift ourselves. And I think on Valentine's Day, as I indicated earlier, we're kind of looking for expressions from others. But, you know, go out and buy your own self a card or a flower or uh, a box of candy, something that will keep you feeling good and uh, nurturing yourself. Uh, We don't always have to expect others to give to us. I think that we have to give to ourselves. And one of the things that you mentioned is that how things uh, other people change, you know, may may get an attitude as a result of your uh, change to take yeah. care of yourself. But sure. I think what happens is that others get the message and we can change other people around us as we take care of ourselves. So you can send those subtle messages without saying a whole lot. That's true. 
Yes, 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 yes. So going back to this thought of unwor- uh, the, the feeling of unworthiness and feeling valued, uh, you know, how, how do we, how can we feel more uh, valued uh, by becoming resilient? What, what are some keys regarding that? Um, personally, I think we are all resilient, but uh, most of us are unaware of that inner strength and power. And that could perhaps be due to low self-esteem or self-imposed belief systems. I truly believe it is when I feel worthy and valued, it helps me to be more present where I can experience all the wonders that the now has to offer. And when I'm feeling this way, it enables me, of course, to be more resilient, to deal with uh, whatever comes my way. Now, the other thing I find is that many of us don't take the time out for ourselves. There's always an excuse. Often it is uh, the lack of time, uh, it's not important, it can wait. So when we don't, uh, when we neglect ourselves and we don't feel we deserve time to ourselves, we're simply putting ourselves down. But when we take time to rest, when we take time to take care of our needs, that downtime will allow for the building of resilience. And uh, I actually think that all this recent focus on resiliency is a red flag because it indicates that life stresses are really, very high and people are not coping because we're not meant to live that way. I have learned that uh, to be resilient by taking a hard look at my life to see what I need to change and try and make uh, the necessary changes or, I mean, work towards making those changes. And at times, of course, this would mean uh, stepping out of my comfort zone. And that is always a challenge. But then I remind myself that I'm worthy of a life filled with ease and comfort. And I value myself enough to ensure that it is as stress-free as possible. I actually have a story, but I don't know if you need to go into break or I can just share it right now. Go ahead and share it. We don't want to break your train of thought. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, go ahead. Uh, this is a story actually about resilience. And a few years ago, a very close family member lost her husband. Uh, they had been married for 35 years. And of course, it was a very difficult time for all of us. And uh, despite the strong family support she had, she was literally falling apart. Because, you know, when you've been dependent for so long, uh, and like she was on her husband, now being on her own was obviously overwhelming. And suddenly she had to become the decision maker, and it was frightening. And she also had to learn to stand up to people and say no. It was something totally out of her comfort zone. Also, no matter, I've realized that no matter how much you empathize with someone, or as in we, like we did in her case, she was the only one who could work through her emotions. Now, we spoke often and she would say how life had lost meaning. Some days she felt she didn't even want to live anymore. Yet she used to read a lot about grief and how to handle loss on social sites to get whatever support she could. Um, at one point, she even went into depression. And then I remember one evening, a friend had messaged her to ask her if she would like to go to church with her the next day. And she said, yes. Uh, She told me later that that one phone call was like an answer to her prayer for help. Mm. So when she went to church the next day, she said all she did was cry. She felt like a dam had burst. And for the first time in months, she actually slept, had a peaceful night's sleep. Uh, She still had her ups and down moments and, uh, you know, sleepless nights of tears. 
And she really tried her best to keep going. So she would watch um, videos of inspirational speakers. Sometimes she counseled with people she could trust to share her thoughts and get guidance, whatever she could do to help her through her day. And then just as she was trying to pick up the pieces of her life again, she was diagnosed with breast cancer a year later. Now, it makes you think, really, how much suffering can a person go through back to back? But of course, as expected, it was a difficult time and she was an emotional wreck. Eventually, the cancer nodes were removed. She was declared cancer-free. But of course, as we all know, the uh, side effects of radiation are painful and it left her weak and tired and constantly in pain. Uh, Once again, she connected on social media to cancer sites to share her experience, do whatever possible to deal with her situation. And then a few, uh, sometime later, she called me one morning and she said, you know, Mina, I'm done. I'm done crying in pain. I'm done feeling miserable. I'm going to do whatever I can to heal my body. And that was the turning point. Okay. The, the determination in her voice was amazing. She started going for yoga. She went for massages when she was in pain. She focused totally on herself and her needs. And then she started going out. She met friends, family. Uh, She also said, of course, that she had many conversations with God where she vented and cried, but it did help her feel better. So today, four years later, she is so much stronger mentally, physically, emotionally. And she says, actually, that her strong faith helped her through the support of family and friends was most important and uh, but I think what was most important like she said was when she decided that uh, she was going to take care of herself and loving herself made all the difference in her life mm-hmm. so while she still misses her husband uh, she but she says I she neglected taking care of herself for so many years and to quote what she said I remember it's so clear she said I'm learning now to put myself first because I truly believe that this difficult lesson was God's way of teaching me to love myself because I'm worthy, I'm important, and God's creation cannot be anything but priceless. So she's a beautiful example for (laughs) us and an inspiration to our family, you know, to remind us how important it is to value yourself and focus on your needs. Because when you claim your power, you acknowledge yourself, your self-worth. And it is, um, sorry, it restores your self-esteem, and that makes you resilient. Yes, that's a beautiful story, uh, because sometimes when we think that we're not deserving, we're not enough, we're, you know, we don't love ourselves, it really does have an impact on, you know, our capacity to bounce back. But it is, most importantly, our responsibility to do that. No one can do it for us. Well, I think that uh, we're going to be going into a a, a quick commercial break shortly. Uh, Yeah, tune in uh, for more of Mina Menendez on Life is Beautiful, Dream, Hope, Believe, and Building Resilience Through Self-Love. You can't get any better than that on this Valentine's Day. So stay tuned for more of Love Life.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed voice america empowerment.com you are tuned in to love light with dr jean marie farish Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, hello. Coming back from our commercial break, we'll continue with Mina Menendez on Building Resilience through self-love, and Mina has shared some valuable personal stories as well as other stories that will help show us how resilience is our responsibility, and at the key, the key point is self-worth and self-love. Mina, how can we trust and believe in ourselves in the midst of challenges? Because that is our weakest point. How, how can we maintain that belief in ourselves? That's a great question, uh, Jean. And I would say, first, it's important to be kind to yourself and do not give up on you. Because what, most, what uh, holds most of us back is fear. But we have to learn to believe in ourselves and our abilities. Now, the best way I think to do that would be to spend time with yourself in silence. For me, uh, meditation, I find, is a great way to calm the mind, uh, to, de- uh, to declutter 
and give some clarity. However, I know some people really find meditation hard, so I would suggest they just sit in silence and be present with themselves. Um, spending time with nature, I think, is another great way to stay grounded and build your confidence. Because what happens is when you feel confident, then you are in a better position to trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, your your decisions and the path you're deciding to take, it obviously helps you to believe in yourself. Now, it is my personal belief that we all have the power, the courage, we have the strength and confidence within ourselves. But until we don't overcome our fears, until we don't step out of our comfort zone, we tend to stand in our own way and in the way of believing in ourselves and all that we are capable of. Mm, that's and a good point. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Personally, I have found that it also definitely helps to maintain a positive attitude, even in a negative situation. And I'd be the first to admit that it is hard, but it's not impossible. Uh, I remember when my mother passed away years ago, it was one of the worst times of my life because my emotions were out of control, the pain, the nonstop tears, so much anger with my creator for taking her away from me. It was awful. And I was also, I remember, pregnant at the time with my son, and it was uh, such a sad feeling that my mother would never see this grandchild of hers. But after I had calmed down a bit, I heaved a sigh of relief knowing that her suffering had ended. And I did realize that it was being very selfish on my part to wish she was alive because I knew how painful each moment was for her. And although I missed her terribly, it was uh, on the positive side, I knew that she was free from pain. And it is that thought that really helped me heal. And this is where Wayne Dyer's quote helped me, where he said, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm, beautiful. So in the midst of challenges, uh, we have to pull on that inner strength. We have to believe that everything happens for a reason. We accept the inevitable and knowing that this too shall pass, you will survive. You just have to believe in yourself and give time. That is so important. And one thing I hear a lot, and I teach a class on writing, and the students and I talk about a lot of just daily issues. And one of the things that come up a lot is, well, I'm busy, the busyness of life. I don't have the time. And uh, my response is that you have the time. You have to just make the time. If you think about the minutes that you waste on maybe television or doing things that distract you, that take you from yourself, you can refocus and shift and focus more on yourself. So that thought about sitting and having time with yourself to meditate. Because sometimes I think there uh, people have a lot of fear of having that quiet time with themselves because the mind get busy with all that negativity. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned about keeping a positive frame of mind. And I think my contention is that if a negative thought comes, I try to shift it immediately. And I say to myself, do I love myself more uh, to refrain from thinking this way that will, you know, make me feel unworthy or not good enough or whatever. So, you know, you have to shift, like you say, shift and and think differently and move beyond that negativity and sit with yourself to quiet your mind and meditate. Exactly. Very, yeah, very beautiful comments about, you know, 
trusting and believing in ourselves in the midst of challenges and really getting quiet to listen to our inner self and calm our minds. What about judgment? Because, you know, we're judged in terms of, uh, I mean, everyday life. You know, we're, we're not worthy. We're not good enough. We're not, we feel devalued. Uh, why should we refrain from from being judgmental of ourselves and others? And how does this affect our relationship with ourselves and others? Because I think this has a lot to do with resilience as well. Absolutely. Uh, judgment, as we know, is really such a negative trait because when we judge ourselves, we are not only hurting ourselves, we are making ourselves unhappy too. But at the same time, uh, get, letting go of that judgment is one of the hardest things to do. And I realized this when a friend of mine expressed how excited she was. She was going on holiday, but she complained about having nothing to wear because she was too fat. Uh, So this, of course, was just the first in a long list of self-criticism. And in doing so, what happened was her frustration about everything that was wrong with her uh, overtook her initial excitement and left her feeling angry with herself and unhappy. On the flip side, she's one of the kindest and most generous people I know. And when I actually reminded her about those qualities that really mattered, she felt embarrassed and just shrugged it off like it didn't count. So I thought this was really too bad. Such a wonderful person like her. So I asked her if if I was to look, if I was to be on the heavy side, would she ever turn around and tell me, oh, Mina, you you look uh, disgusting. And she said, oh, my God, no, I would never do something like that. That's Mm -hmm. so rude and disrespectful. So I told her, so you're not being rude and uh, disrespectful to your body when you say such things to you? I think I shot her into silence for a few minutes and then she actually um, admitted that while what I did say made sense, it was something she would have to work on. So I would say be kind, respectful to yourself and others rather than judgmental and we need to really stop comparing because when you judge whether yourself or others, it actually impacts self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth to a great degree. And in some cases, it can even lead to depression. And no one really deserves that. So the fact is that not only do we judge ourselves, we are quick to judge other people too, sometimes based on what we see or hear without even knowing all the facts. Why is it that we forget that we all have our weaknesses, our strengths, our positive and negative traits in character? And we are all different in so many, many ways. But, you know, the thing is, until we don't accept ourselves or others just the way we are, we will not be able to break down these walls of judgment which we alone have created. So we should really learn to be kind rather than judgmental of what we consider our shortcomings. Yes, that is so important to refrain from judgment. Because I think uh, the way society is set up is it's set up to for judgment, and we take it on as our own thoughts, and you know, judge ourselves and others, and you know, it re- really reinforces this whole concept of unworthiness. So we really have to be alert and aware of that, and I think pay attention to our thoughts and you know what we're saying to ourselves uh, because we judge ourselves each moment and we have to just stop that and reframe and shift as you indicated from Wayne's Dyer, Wayne Dyer's message. Exactly, yeah. 
You know, Mina, we, we are all in different situations. Some of us are surrounded by people, many people, family, and still feel lonely and disconnected. Some are some of us are solely alone looking for support. And I recently published an article in Savannah East on enriching our human connection through kindness and the need for support. Tell us how important it is for for us to have these social connections for for support. Oh, I would say it's most definitely very important because as human beings, we are known to be social creatures. We have this need to connect with others, which is actually because it is a key to improving physical health as well as mental and emotional well-being. And we can get a lot of support from online groups. People are really always uh, seemingly ready to share kind words of hope, uh, sometimes prayers, advice at times, although you should always be reviewing the information and see what works for you. But uh, it really makes people feel they are not alone and with whatever they're going through. It is also a great uh, opportunity to get information regarding just about anything and everything. And these connections can teach us so much. They go such a long way in enriching our lives, especially uh, when there are groups that deal with uh, topics that we can relate to. Like I mentioned earlier about my family member who lost her husband and later had uh, breast cancer. She chose to connect with these social sites. And... uh, And what happened was she was actually looking for answers and she found that she drew a lot of comfort and hope from that because then she felt she was not alone. There were others in a similar situation and she could relate to total strangers who shared their experiences and advice. Oh, yes. It shows us that we are not alone and, you know, human problems are part of just life experiences and life challenges and if we unite we can grow together and be stronger together and build our resilience by you know helping each other and it reinforces the call to come forth and love ourselves more and feel more worthy to deal with these life challenges that we experience that are part of life exactly You know, Mina, you have this beautiful book, Life is Beautiful, (laughs) and I think you wanted to share some excerpts from your book, as well as a special Valentine's Day uh, treat. (laughs) So share some some excerpts from your book, and then we'll get into your your, your gift. Okay. Uh, There are two, uh, since it's Valentine's Day, I thought it would be great to share two quotes about love that are also in my book, uh, Life is Beautiful. Uh, The first one is, Love yourself and never underestimate your self-worth. You owe it to yourself, uh, you owe it to you to love yourself more than anyone else can love you. That's the first one. And the second one is uh, where there is true love, there is patience, trust, and the willingness to carry on despite the upheavals that come your way. So those are the two on that. Uh, now, since it's Valentine's Day, I also thought I would like to give the listeners with uh, my ebook that's called Dream, Hope, Believe. And uh, I would like to give it to any listener who is interested. All they would need to do is go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Mina's Thought of the Day, um, and send me an email address. 
uh, where I can send it to them. Uh, they, if they, if the page resonates with them, they're free to like the page if or share it. They don't have to. Uh, they can just send me an email address, and I will be emailing them the copy of the book over the weekend. Wow, what a valuable gift uh, for Valentine's Day. Can you tell us a little bit about Dream, Hope, Believe, uh, what the listeners can expect when they get a copy of this book or as they read it? And well, these are, uh, this book is just quotes on these three topics of dream, uh, hope, and believe. And they're really meant to kind of inspire people, give them something to get them going when they're feeling down, they have a bit of hope, a quote on hope that will kind of sustain them and make them believe that things are possible or they can change. In fact, uh, when I had posted on my page that I was uh, going, to, uh, my book, Life is Beautiful, is due for publication, I someone posted on that asking me, where can I buy your book? Your daily affirmations have sustained me through turbulent times. So I was really touched by that. And I guess that is the answer to your question of how this book, Life is Beautiful, as well as the ebook Dream, Hope, Believe, can help us. Because uh, the thoughts and everything to, uh, the thoughts are what they're about something that can inspire and give hope to people who feel hopeless. Sometimes a reason to believe of for those who have just about given up. And it is really my utmost desire that this book, both books in fact, will provide a beacon of light to enable people to have the courage to believe in themselves. That even in tough times, the thoughts will inspire them to hold on to the belief that despite everything, life is still beautiful and they can still dream, they can still hope, and they can still believe. Oh, wow. That is so beautiful. Now, your book, Life is Beautiful, is, is it a little bit different from Dream, Hope, Believe? Well, uh, the Life is Beautiful is, has quotes as well as uh, write-ups. They are musings of uh, experiences, my personal experiences, my journey, and those of others. So it's a bit of both. And... Um, so that's the difference. But they're all a bit positive thoughts. They're all something that people can be inspired on to hold on to when the going gets tough. Wow, what a beautiful gift. And that is so amazing and wonderful and a powerful tool for us to have every day with this free gift to just refer to, to dream, hope, and believe, and to make us realize that life is beautiful in the midst of the most trying times. Mina, thank you so much for being our guest today and gifting us with your ebook, Dream, Hope, Believe. What a Valentine's Day treat. Your words of wisdom and encouragement spoke to my heart and I'm sure to the heart of, of our listeners. Thank you so much, Jean. Okay, and thank you for your demonstration of courage, love, and resilience. We look forward to the upcoming launching of your book, Life is Beautiful. Absolutely. And you indicated that people can go where to get your book? Well, right now it's going to, it's due for publication sometime this month, but mm -hmm. I will be posting it on my uh, page, uh, Mina's Thought of the Day, so they know, and then it will be available on Amazon and Nobles and Barnes. Okay, all right. And our, and Dream, Hope, Believe, they can just go where to get it again? Oh, well, for that, they just have to get onto my page, Nina's Thought of the Day, and they just have to send me an email. 
so that I have an address where I can mail it to them. Oh, thank you so much for such a wonderful Valentine's Day treat. Dream, hope, believe. We look forward to getting it. Thank you, Mina. Thank you so much and a happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Okay, thank you so much. So today we learned how to build resilience by loving ourselves more. Write down your inspirational thoughts in your Love Light journal. I posted the Love Light practice for the upcoming week on my website. Each day, gift yourself with love. The choice is to be still, as Mina indicated, to meditate and get in tune to yourself, to be grateful, to be humorous, be in service, be in nature, be healthy, be mindful. There are six things to focus on, and you can select the ones of your choice. You can go to my website, www.jeanfarrisjourney.com, the blog page where the exercise, the love practice exercise is there. I'd like for you to send in your comments. Uh, you can email me, jean72farish at yahoo.com, and I will share them live on the show. And for those who share comments, I will periodically draw names and give winners with a free copy of my upcoming book, Living in the Spirit of Love. And you can also download copies of the newsletter, uh, the Love Light newsletter featuring our guests. So tune in next week for Creative Expressions of Love with guest Rochelle Putnam. My gratitude to the Voice America team who made this show a reality and unite to spread light around the world. Happy, happy Valentine's Day to all. And remember that an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Send me those emails and I'll put them live on the show. Again, happy Valentine's Day to all. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.